Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Tax Sale Insiders. We're a podcast for successful tax lien and tax deed investing. And as always, I am excited to have our CEO here at Tax Sale Resources, Brian Seidensticker. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hi, everybody. Thanks You're for back. having me back. Yeah. And I <laughs> can't uh, stay away. I, yeah. No kidding. For some um, reason, huh? <laughs> um, in case you don't know who I am, I am Rachel Seidensticker, and I am the COO over here at Taxel Resources. And what we try to do with Brian uh, most times, not every time, but most times is take a deep dive into specific states. And today is no different. We're going to cover the state of Maryland. I want to know. I, don't, I was going to say I, I had a guess of what the Maryland's um uh, nickname was, but I can't remember it. But so we'll, we'll <laughs> um, anyway, so Brian, gra- glad to have you. And I think we'll just dig right in if you're cool with uh, what it means to invest in Maryland tax liens, um, which is an important first step. So give us a general overview of, of what investors can expect in Maryland specifically. Well, I think the uh, Maryland is a is a complex state, right? Is is probably the most uh, or the best summary I can provide. Um, it's, it's definitely the the rules, timelines, things you got to do is is much more um, stringent in Maryland um, than many states. Um, and if you miss doing things by certain times, then the the likelihood of getting a deed at the end of the day, you know, can be zero um, in in many cases. So um, definitely uh, um, not f- not necessarily for beginners, right? Or you look at it as well if you, if you're up for the challenge and you're willing to do your due diligence, right? And I definitely and always recommend speaking to an attorney um, familiar with with the process in Maryland to make sure you know what you're doing, and then. To add further complication, definitely become an expert on the county or counties you're going to go to because it does vary from one county to the next. So um, not to uh, scare people away from Maryland entirely, but it's definitely not for the faint of hearted. I think that was a, a nice way of putting it for sure. So, <laughs> um, so, and then before we get into some of those details of, of why it's complicated, can you just tell everyone what we know about Maryland, why we feel like we can speak to the subject? Well, um, you know, we've, we've done a lot of um, providing capital to investors in Maryland through our capital partnership programs. And so we, um, you know, we've, I guess we're we're a little more closer to it than than some states. Um, you know, I had, we have a great relationship with uh, Jim Truitt, um, who was um, and and um, uh, Charles Gormley, both um, who we've interviewed. You know, about Maryland, right? And and they definitely know what they're doing uh, from a from an attorney standpoint, um, and they provided great um, explanations. And if you haven't already watched that. It's it's a longer breakdown, but it goes into exactly how Maryland works, right? And I'll hit kind of top level stuff. But um, if you get a chance um, and have the time, um, you know, I will be the first to admit a lot of the interviews I do are, are uh, you got to pin your eyes open, um, but you're going to learn a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. So anyway, um, you know, I, I should probably always throw out there. I, I'm not an attorney. This, you know, this isn't legal advice. I'm not telling you exactly you know, what you, what you should do, right? Um, but um, I do feel pretty confident talking about how Maryland works and the complexity. 
Great. Yeah. And we'll, we'll deep dive probably into some of that, um, here as we get, get down. But, um, so let's break out some of the, the key elements. Uh, when are tax sales usually held in Maryland first? Let's start there. Well, I'd say they're, they're normally May, June, right? That there's been some deviation from that, you know, post COVID. Um, but there's still the majority of them are in that same time frame. And so definitely plan on that, but they can come sporadically throughout the rest of the year. Usually the early, early part of the year is, is, um, or has been basically dead, right? So January through April is nothing. Most of it may June and then a few sporadic ones throughout the rest of the year. Okay. Um, and I know you touched on this cause it's complicated, but, um, from a general kind of, if you can speak to how the process works, in Maryland specific, since it is a tax lien state, what does that look like? Yeah. So, um, you're, yeah. So you go to the auction, right. And the procedures, right. The interest calculation and the requirements, um, vary from one County to the next. That's, that's kind of the hardest part is just knowing how, um, knowing how to do what you need to do in the, in the counties. Um, now, at a general level, right, uh, everything kind of follows the same. You go to the auction, you're going to bid a premium, right? You're going to have a six-month redemption period. There's going to be things you need to do throughout that redemption period uh, to ensure that you can proceed with a judgment process at the end of that six-month process. Um, and then you do have to go through a judgment process, you know, before you get a deed. Um, the nice thing about that judgment process, because it is a judicial foreclosure, you do have insurable title at the end of that process. You don't have to do a separate quiet title, assuming the the case was done you know correctly by an attorney that knows what they're doing. Um, so everything everything kind of follows that that general process, um, and then the nitty gritty like interest calculations, the requirements, timeline, all that kind of stuff can vary from one county to the next. Okay, um, what what return can investors expect then? Well, the, the maximum is, is 18%. I believe that's governed by a statute in Maryland, but um, it, it varies across the board. Um, I, I guess I know of some states that have like an 8% return. Some states, or some, I say state, county that has an 8% return. Um, I'm not aware, I'm sure they exist, any county that has the eight, that's utilizing the full 18. I'm aware of a couple that have 16%. Um, and then what that applies to, when it applies and how it's calculated can vary from one county to the next as well. So, um, you know, if you're doing your very high level research and you see this 18% return with six month redemption, that sounds awesome, right? That's similar to Texas, but that is not necessarily, Maryland is not Texas and do not construe them for being remotely similar. Um, and for the most part, counties aren't using that full return and many are using, you know, returns much or, or rates much, much lower than that. Yeah. And you touched on this already, but just knowing, um, I guess it, you, you mentioned the short redemption period, right? Six months, but is there anything embedded in that six months that investors should, should be aware of? Well, there's some, uh, I don't know the names of them, but there's some notifications and things you need to do right mm -hmm. before that. And you have very tight timelines. Um, and I, again, I don't remember, you know, check out the more detailed podcast that we did with Jim Truitt. If you want to know the minute details of what it's called, when you got to do it, but it's one of those, if you don't do it in this tight timeline, you you can't proceed with a judgment, right? So you just did all this work, made this investment, and now you've got a worthless piece of paper. So um, definitely know the nuances of that of that county before you get too far in. It's not a, 
in some states, buying liens, it's kind of a buy and forget for for years on the redemption period. You know, I'd say Arizona is probably one of those uh, where you can buy, you can buy and you can literally forget about it for two to three years before you start anything. Um, versus you know, Maryland is you 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 got to know what you can forget for a, a few months, but you don't have much time, and then you've got to do certain things very quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Um, well, I guess let's just move forward and talk about the tools that Taxa Resources has to help people um, in Maryland. Um, let's. You mentioned our financing, our capital partnership programs. Can you go to into like an in depth review of the program as it could be used in Maryland and what those terms could maybe look like, how it could be structured, and so on. Yeah, our, our capital partnership program in uh, Maryland is is pretty unique. To Maryland, because um, and it's really as a result of the way the process works in Maryland. Because in most counties, you go and you bid. You're bidding a premium, but you're only required to bring a percentage of that premium. Now, the the true calculation of what you have to bring um, at the sale or as of the sale is, is a fairly complex, you know, uh, I guess. Um, problem, right? Uh, it's, you know, how much you bid, uh, what is that bid this, you know, related to assessed value, all these things. Um, but I'm going to say roughly 20% of your total bid you've got to bring to the auction or provide at the auction, the date of sale, right, uh, to take ownership of that lien. The other remaining amount, we'll say is roughly 80%, isn't due until you are actually going to take judgment on that particular lien. Um, now, what our program pr provides is really the help toward the, the the tail end. The hardest part of building your model in Maryland historically has been, okay, how much can I actually buy knowing some of it's going to redeem and then how much am I going to need at the end? And if you, you're not really maximizing your return, if you're only um, bidding, like if you have, let's just use round numbers, a uh, million dollars, if you're only bidding up to up to uh, you know a million dollars because you know you have two hundred thousand for that initial amount and the other eighty percent eight hundred thousand for the end. The reality is a lot of that stuff's going to redeem, and so you don't need that full eight hundred thousand. So what is that right ratio? Well, that can vary immensely. So what our program does is we say we'll come in and say everything that gets to the end of of redemption and is in judgment will help provide the capital for t for getting that deed at the end of the day. So you don't have to worry about that end of it. Go place the capital that you have on hand, right? Maximize your return there. You know, the stuff that redeems returns some of that capital. Use your capital for those um, judgments as much as you can. And then when you technically run out, then come back to us and we can help you get the remaining. That's what our capital partnership program in Maryland is intended to be. Um, and we've uh, been, I'd like to say, very successful in helping you know the folks that are utilizing it there um, expand um, and and optimize their model to its fullest you know potential. Um, that particular process and capital partnership program is unique to Maryland because of how Maryland works. Um, our, our standard uh, refinancing is certainly an option there. If you have stuff that's already gone through judgment, right, you can certainly work with us. Uh, but the, the need in Maryland just wasn't the same as it is in many states. And so we've created the program specific to Maryland's needs. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of how we, we come into the picture or can come into the picture and, and help investors in, in Maryland. 
Great. Um, well, and of course, we always can talk about our research platform and what it means to uh, use research to to basically um, take a look at Maryland sales. Unfortunately, we're at the time of year where there are no Maryland sales, but, um, you know, hopping in here and just looking at, you know, during that, that April to, to, to maybe even July, because some of the Maryland sales I know are pushed out and being able to search on, you know, that state specifically pulling up the auctions and, and being able to then search auction by auction and, and all the, the parcels that have, um that are available in those auctions is, is certainly a way for um investors to get started in maryland as well so um yeah i mean we've been providing data there for what 13 years i think yeah. in maryland um you know so it's uh certainly something we're used to doing and the, the research platform is is excellent for figuring out what which liens are, are great to buy the management platform is set up to do all those crazy calculations in maryland so we, we can help on on those two fronts as well Great. And then why don't you, um, I'm going to bring up our market analysis, Brian, and and maybe spend some time just talking about uh, how we have this data available for investors to make decisions before attending sales and what that means for them. Um, we do have some solid 2022 um, data. And so I think it'd be good to, to show them uh, what that looks like. So... Yeah, no, you know, I'd say the the market analysis report that we have today is is a great tool to figure out the competition. The the one piece of data that is is missing from it that we're working on you know, building into a future version of it is is the redemption piece, and I'll explain why that matters here in a bit. But the first question that most folks have is, well, what is what is stuff selling for, right? I, you know, with a six month redemption period. Right, um, a penalty, you know, a, a rate that is, you know, fairly decent or a potential rate fairly decent. There's the, the the bidding is pretty competitive, right? So the the chance of of actually obtaining you know real estate in Maryland is is fairly decent as well. Um, and so you you really need to know where are the areas and what are those bids, and that's that's what our uh, platform, you know, our market analysis can help with is what is stuff selling for relative to county value, we call it, right? Um, so knowing is stuff going for you know ten percent of county value or uh, you know twenty percent of county value at the end of the day thirty percent right that that's that can help you determine where are the 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 spots with maybe less competition um, and so forth right so that part of of the question we can certainly answer right and that definitely helps beginners you know establish where where should I go where I'm not going to get blown away at the auction right uh, we can help there. Um, now, the, the other piece of the puzzle we don't help with is there is a component of that that will tell you what your return is based on when things redeem. That is not the answer we provide in the market analysis today. So if you're really trying to figure out where can I go to get my best you know, return on my cash based on when stuff redeems and so forth, you won't get that answer, right? You can get partway there just knowing where the less competitive areas are. Um, but you're not going to get the where can I get my return from a a lean standpoint, um, and you know if your approach is just the best return versus ownership, right? What you're searching for, um, the answer is different in both those cases. So um, we're we're pretty proud of the fact that we're doing something nobody else is doing as far as gathering that type of data. We've put together um, um, a version of that in in our market analysis and is is pretty powerful in many states. 
and certainly a, a, could be a huge help in Maryland, um, but it's not the full answer in Maryland yet. Yet. I like that. Stay tuned. Yet. Yeah, stay tuned. And also, you know, I, I, uh, the audience is seeing 2022, but um, if you're watching this in 2024, um, the 2023 data is going to be available soon. So um, are there any specific legal, legal considerations that our investors should keep in mind for Maryland specifically? And do you have any recommendations for our, our listeners on I think you mentioned a couple, but maybe highlighting them again, a couple um, attorneys. We're not attorneys. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, uh, I know Jim Jim Truitt uh, is a, was a great resource in helping teach us initially how Maryland were. You know, Jim's, um, you know, uh, I'd say in the middle of retirement. So I, I by the time most folks you know, listen to this, you know, Jim's not the, unfortunately, not the person that you'll be able to reach out to. Um, we've also talked to Charles Gormley, um, who could be a great resource. Um, the key in Maryland is is the steps that need to be done at every point have to be done by a licensed attorney in Maryland, right? In many states, you as an investor can do it yourself. In Maryland, that's not the case. So keep that in mind. And, and we always recommend engaging an attorney that's familiar with uh, the state to at least understand the process. And in Maryland, it's even more strongly recommended because you have to engage an attorney at some point. So understanding you know, and and having a great relationship with that attorney is paramount um, in Maryland. In Maryland, so do that because they're going to need to be involved at every step of the way. Um, and and Maryland is one of the more complicated states, right? So so definitely, um, please follow that advice and um, reach out to Charles. You might be able to reach out to Jim and get a recommendation from him as well. Um, there's, I'm sure, many other uh, Maryland attorneys that are familiar with tax sales. Um, but definitely keep searching until you find one that is familiar with tax sales uh, because um, people can get turned upside down real quick um, by paying for somebody to learn it. Um, they need to have already, they need to already know it. That's true. That's a great point. Good point. Um, obviously, the hubbub is Tyler versus Hennepin County. Do you foresee any uh, anything that's going to come down the pike for the state of Maryland as far as that decision? Well, you know, I, keep, I keep hitting on what my takeaway, right? I'm not an attorney, right? And I know this is going to be debated for many years. Um, and so, but, you know, my takeaway, you know, from Tyler Hennepin is that um, states that um, generate or have a process that generates a surplus and that surplus is available to prior um, interested parties, right? The prior owner or mortgage holder, et cetera, I'd say are, are on the, the safe side, right? They, they are adhering, right? Quote unquote, adhering to the intent of what the Tyler Hennepin case is supposed to, to say, right? So the states that don't generate a surplus or don't have a, a process um, for providing that surplus or making it available, I should say, to um, uh, prior owners, uh, you know, may be at risk, right? Um, Fortunately, Maryland is not one of those that, uh, at least today, to my knowledge, is being at risk. Um, again, you know, there's a lot changing um, and a lot going on in Tyler Hennepin, and and we'll see what what happens in the years to come. But but I don't I don't believe, from what I know today, that Maryland will be a a, a state that is changing because of it. Okay, um, I think that's just important for for our users to to know and our listeners, you know, to understand. So. 
Um, I guess looking forward, I always, uh, you know, want to share also that we've got uh, our uh, tax sale summary from 2019 to 2022. Um, you want to just take our listeners through what they can expect. This is a free blog, everyone. So they can certainly um, go out and check out state by state uh, what the trends have been in the last several years. Yeah, well, I think the 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 key of what we're doing that I think many people don't realize is is we're not just stopping at gathering the data on the properties. We're going to the next step of gathering the results of those auctions, and then you know we've started gathering the redemption data from those auctions as well. Um, and this is the first kind of dump of that data, right? To say, okay, based on the last few years, how how is that technical difficulties of of uh, doing this stuff somewhat live, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the data component of it, right? This is our first. Hey, you know, you know what's happened in the industry, not just in Maryland, but nationwide, right? As far as volume of, of properties going up for auction and the dollar value of those uh, properties going up for auction. And um, Maryland is one where you can kind of see. Now, um, it's kind of an interesting time period to start this analysis because it's, I'll say, somewhat misleading in the fact that like 2020 is a fluke, right? Mm-hmm. With co- with COVID, 21 and part of 22 to some respect is a little bit of, of an offset. So an increase due to the, the catch up, if you will, from 2020. Um, you know, so in, in general, what we've seen is, is a, a slight inflation or increase in volume the last, you know, couple of years due to the catch up from 2020, but overall not really seeing, um, a huge increase or decrease compared to the, the data, the, the data that we were able to look at, you know, pre COVID. Um, so it's, you know, the industry kind of is even Steven, if you will. Um, but if you want to know what, volume is there for investors looking to get into Maryland. At least you can go check that out for now. Great. Um, All right. Well, thanks, Brian. Do you have any points of interest to leave investors on um, as we close up our chat about Maryland today? No, I I think, as I mentioned in the beginning, is... um, Maryland is is definitely one with lots of nuances, right? And definitely um, not only from the state in the process, but definitely from one county to the next. Definitely, definitely, you know, establish a, a great relationship with an attorney familiar with the sale process there. They're going to be your best friend all the way through the process. Um, but, uh, you know, beyond that, you know, Maryland is, is one where, um, you know, it, the redemption period is short enough. I mean, there's there's still a decent return to be had in in Maryland if you if you are searching for that. Great. Well, as always, um, love having you on here. I think our audience appreciates your insight, and um, thanks for for popping in and and you being in the hot seat versus our other experts that you you're usually interviewing. So thanks for <laughs> letting me drill you. Um, to all of you out there, happy investing, and thanks for joining us. Yep. Good luck, everybody.